Hey everybody, thank you for choosing the Richlands Tabernacle Podcast. Right here every Thursday you will hear two new sermons from the church that were delivered either by Pastor Horton or one of the other ministers from the church. We hope you enjoy. God bless.
daily obligations crowd my mind. But when all that's over and I come into your presence, I have the privilege of lifting my hands to worship you. I love being in your presence. I love living in your mercy. I love basking in your grace. I love worshiping you. Where art thou? Are the words that God said when he came to the garden on that day? But I don't have to go there, Lord, cause you're already here. And I love, I love, I love worshiping you. Are the words that God said when he came to the garden on that day? Oh, but I don't have to go there, cause you're already here. And I love, I love, I love worshiping you. I love living in your presence. somebody to tear off that roof of fear and doubt tonight. Amen. He will give you victory what I want to try to preach about tonight too. Amen. 
the very thing that is happening right now in our midst, amen, I feel like, amen, that the Lord would like to do that for you, amen, amen. Would you lift your hands right now and let's pray together. Our Father, Lord of heaven, I pray, oh God, I pray in the name of Jesus, oh God, Lord God, oh Jesus, 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 amen. Mr. Haley, you hold on to God. Keep holding on to God. And God will fight for you. Amen. If you turn with us to the book of Joel, the third chapter. The book of Joel, the third chapter, verse 1. Joel 3. For behold, in those days and in that time, when I shall bring again the captivity of Judah and Jerusalem, and that began in the late 1800s. Israel was established, reestablished as a nation once again in 1948. You understand that's almost 2,000 years. And that reestablishment and that growth in Israel continues even today. Joel chapter 3 verse 2. When God brings those Jews back into the land, he said, I will also gather all nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. Amen. Uh, Y'all think I'm going to preach on prophecy tonight, but I'm not. Amen. I will bring them, when I gather Israel back into the land, I'm going to bring all nations down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. And will plead with them, therefore, my people and for my heritage, Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. Uh, I want you to see who, who says he owns the land. God says it's his land. Verse 3, they've cast lots for my people. They've given a boy for an harlot. They sold a girl for wine. Verse 6, the children of Judah and the children of Jerusalem have he sold unto the Grecians that they might remove them far from their border. Behold, I will raise them up out of their place whither you have sold them and return your recompense upon your own head. Proclaim ye this among the Gentiles. Prepare war. Wake up the mighty men. Let all the men of war draw near. Let them come up. Beat your plowshares into swords, your pruning hooks into spears, and let the weak say, I am strong. Assemble yourselves and come. And all ye heathen, and gather yourselves together round about. Thither cause thy mighty ones to come down, O Lord. Verse 12. And he says it again. Let the heathen be awakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Notice verse 2 says, let them come down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. And verse 12 says, let them come up. That depends on which direction you're coming from, either the north or the south. You're going to come up, you're going to come down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. For there will I sit to judge all the heathen round about. Put ye in the sickle, for the harvest is ripe. 
Come, get you down, for the press is full. The fats overflow, for the wickedness is great. Look closely at verse 14. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. Now, twice here in this chapter, he's called it the valley of Jehoshaphat. And now he calls it the valley of decision. Multitudes are in the valley of decision. For the day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. The sun and the moon shall be darkened. The stars shall withdraw their shining. The Lord also shall roar out of Zion and utter his voice from Jerusalem. And the heavens and the earth shall shake. But the Lord will be the hope of his people and the strength of the children of Israel. And the Bible, I want you to understand, this is what the Bible declares, and you can rest assured, verse 20, but Judah shall dwell forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. The, the Muslims think they're going to wipe Jerusalem off the face of the map. Iran thinks they're going to wipe them off the face of the earth. But Judah shall dwell forever, and Jerusalem from generation to generation. Now look at verse 2. I will gather all nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. Verse 12, let the heathen be wakened and come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Verse 14, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. The day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. So it's called the valley of Jehoshaphat twice. And it's called the valley of decision twice. Jehoshaphat means Jehovah judged or Jehovah has judged. It means literally the Lord is judged. Can you say amen? This King Asa's son, Jehoshaphat, he reigned for, as king over Judah for 25 years. He was one of the Judah's best, most pious, most prosperous kings. And that that name, the Valley of Jehoshaphat, is the symbolic name of the valley in Jerusalem, which is in the place of ultimate judgment. You wait. You wait till God brings judgment in the Valley of Jehoshaphat. You've never seen anything like what's getting ready to take place in the Valley of Jehoshaphat. And so we see here, the Kedron. The Kedron flows through a deep ravine. And it separates Jerusalem and Mount Moriah, the Temple Mount, from the Mount of Olives. Amen. Kedron means black, sad, dark, gloomy. It is the valley of separation. It's the valley of judgment. Amen. Kedron Valley. I'm not going to preach doom and gloom tonight. Amen. But I, you need to hear this. The Kedron Valley starts northeast of Jerusalem there. At, at the old city, and separates the Temple Mount from the Mount of Olives. I've been there a couple of times, and uh, if you want to get a, uh, we stayed there on the Mount of Olives, uh, and you can, and that that whole hotel, the whole front of it was glass, and you could open your curtains of the morning and look straight over at the Temple Mount area. Oh my, it's so beautiful to do that, Amen. But I want you to understand. There, that, that you can look from the Mount of Olives uh, over to the Temple Mount. And there that, that Kidron Valley continues in a southeast direction through the Judean desert 
and it reaches its ultimate goal in the Dead Sea, the Kedron Wadi. You know what a Wadi is, W-A-D-I, Wadi? That is one of those dry stream beds. It only runs water during the spring rain season. The rest of the year, it's dry. Amen. So the Kedron is a Wadi. There it is. It, it descends 4,000 feet along its 20-mile course. Are you hearing me? There it starts there at the Mount of Jerusalem, right there at the Mount overlooking the temple area, and it descends 4,000 feet. You understand? That falls eight-tenths of a mile down 20 miles to the Dead Sea where nothing lives. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. When we went to the Dead Sea, I was there with Dad one time. I, I'm surprised I lived. But, uh, uh, and so, you know, that, that water of the Dead Sea is kind of thick. It's like it's been thickened by something. And what it is, it's nine times more dense than the, uh, uh, and salty than the ocean. And the water is slick. It just feels oily to you. And it is so, it's, it's bitterly salty to you. And so I tasted of it. And I said, Dad, taste of it. And he said, I'm not tasting that. And so I dipped my finger down in the water and caught his head turned. And when he started turning his face around, I stuck my finger in his mouth. <laughs> Amen. He tasted of the water of the Dead Sea. Amen. He didn't want to, but he did, Trish. Amen. My goodness. Amen. With there, nothing lives in the Dead Sea. There's no fish. There's no algae. There's no aquatic life of any kind there in the Dead Sea. The Valley of Jehoshaphat, amen, is in Jewish eschatology and the prophecies, including the return of Elijah, amen, followed by the Messiah's return and the Gog and Magog war and the final judgment there of the nations. The Valley of Jehoshaphat, the Jews call it Emek Jehoshaphat, the valley where Yahweh shall judge. In the Old Testament, it was called the King's Garden. It was a beautiful area there in the valley east of the city of David. So you've got the Temple Mount. You step down to the city of David, and then you drop down into the Kedron Valley. It's a very deep valley there. Amen. Amen. Now I want you to understand, Jesus crossed the Kedron Valley many times traveling from Jerusalem to Bethany. That's where Lazarus and his sister Martha and Mary lived. And so Jesus crossed that many, many times. And I want you to understand also, those of you that are heavy late in the night, the Garden of Gethsemane is in the Kedron Valley where Jesus prayed the night before he was crucified. Amen. And the Bible tells us in John 18, 1, I'm trying to, to get your attention to listen to me. John 18, 1. Jesus went with his disciples over the brook, and the Bible in the New Testament calls it Cedron. They went across the brook Cedron, where was a garden into which he entered and his disciples. And so Jesus went across from Jerusalem to the brook Cedron, and there he entered into the Garden of Gethsemane. And the Bible tells us in Luke 22 and 42, Father, as Jesus was praying there, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will but thine be done. And verse 44. And in agony he prayed more earnestly. 
and his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Oh, God have mercy. Jesus had that great experience there in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know what it was? The great experience of fully surrendering to God and God's will. And if Jesus Christ had to do that, you and I will also have to do that. Are you hearing me? The Kedron Valley became the place of Jesus' personal surrender. Jesus as the eternal Son of God. And He was 100% man man also had to make His final choice. He's here in the Garden of Gethsemane. And as both God, man, He chose to willingly take our sin and shame and die in our place. Amen. The Father did not make him do it. Amen. The, the, the Romans did not come and force him. But Jesus there in the Garden of Gethsemane by the brook Kedron there in that valley of Jehoshaphat he made a full and complete surrender to the will of God for his life. And I will tell you something tonight. You will not get along very well in your Christian experience until you come to your Gethsemane and your Kedron Valley experience of submitting completely to the will of God. Amen. I need to say that again. Uh, you're, it's really quiet, and that's all right. It doesn't shake me up. You're listening to me. I don't see anybody sleeping. You're listening to me. I said, you will not get very far in your Christian experience until you come and you cross the Kidron Brook and you come down into the Kidron Valley and you go into your Gethsemane and you build you an altar of prayer and there you pray through and you completely submit and surrender yourself unto the absolute perfect will of God. And you will never be what you need to be until you do that. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to look. And so there Jesus said, Father, not my will, but your will be done. Amen. If it be your will, if you would allow me to let this cup pass for me, I'll be glad to it. And I want to tell you something. He was under extreme pressure and uh, uh, and so I remember when I was a boy, uh, they, the circus come to town and they were advertising, come and see the hippopotamus that bleeds blood. Anybody ever read or heard any of that stuff? The hippopotamus that bleeds blood? Amen. Oh, it sweats blood, but hippopotamus, their, their sweat is red. And when it comes out, it's red. And so they let you, they pay, pay big money, go in and see his hippopotamus sweating. Amen. But I want to tell you something. Jesus Christ, the eternal Son of God, prayed until his capillaries burst. And he, and it was great drops of blood. As he, he sweated there and he prayed. Amen. And the spirit and the, and the agony of the Holy Ghost was upon him. He prayed until his capillaries ruptured and there came forth blood and water even before they pierced his side. He was already in that great valley of giving himself in that valley of personal surrender. Amen. I want you to know the Kidron Valley was all 
also the place of Judas Iscariot's final choice. The Bible said in Luke 22 and 47, Behold a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus to kiss him. Amen. Oh, you understand. There he was in the Kidron. He'd crossed from the Temple Mount across the Kidron Valley. And there, the Valley of Jehoshaphat, the Valley of Decision, he crossed the Kidron Valley down into Gethsemane. And there he had to make a choice. Will I follow through on this? But Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? And the Bible tells us in in Acts 1 and 16, Judas was God to them that took Jesus. They could not have done that had not Judas showed them where he was. For he was numbered with us. Somebody said you can't backslide. He was numbered with us and obtained part of this ministry. Are you hearing me? Amen. Look, look what the Bible said in Acts 1 and 17. For he was numbered with us and had obtained part of this ministry. And this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity and fallen headlong. He burst asunder in the midst and all his bowels gushed out. What a horrible end. What a horrible death Judas Iscariot suffered. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem insomuch that that field is called in its proper name Alcedema, that is the field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and let his bishopric let another take. Oh God, amen. Oh God, have mercy. The Kedron Valley, the valley of the garden of the kings. The king's gardens were there, but I want you to know there was a transformation there in the Kedron. Amen. And it became Jerusalem's cemetery and Jerusalem's trash dump. Amen. The place of gardens. I'm talking to you a little while tonight about the valley of Jehoshaphat. Amen. The valley of decision. Amen. And the valley of Jehoshaphat is your valley of decision tonight. The valley of Jehoshaphat. We can talk all we want to about prophecy, but until we have the valley of Jehoshaphat as our valley of decision before the Lord, we are not going to get very far. Hello, hello, listen to me, listen to me. Amen. Oh, God, amen. What happened? What happened to this man who had a ministry and a part with Jesus Christ, chosen by the Son of God himself? You hear me? And somebody said, oh, he was a devil from the beginning. That's how they want to cover up for once in grace. I'm telling you what, he was not. He was born again. He was chosen of God. He was there with Jesus Christ. And, uh, and when, you, when you look at this, and, and there's something happened to him. And Judas got, he was the treasurer. And that was it greed that got a hold of him. Apparently because of Matthew 26, 15, Judas said to them, What will you give me? And I will deliver him unto you. And they coveted with him for 30 pieces of silver. And the Bible said in Matthew 27, 3, Jesus Jesus, which had betrayed him, when he saw that he was condemned, repented himself. Amen. But his repentance was a little bit too late. And he brought again the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priests and 
elders. And the Bible tells us Zechariah prophesied around 520 B.C. Listen to what Zechariah said in 11 and 12. If you think good, give me my price. And if not, forbear. So they weighed for my price 30 pieces of silver. And the Lord said unto me, Cast it unto the potter. A goodly price that I prized at them. I took the 30 pieces of silver and cast it to the potter in the house of the Lord. Uh, Amen. What I want to know tonight is how much will you sell out for? What is the price that you are willing to sell out for? My God, amen. I know I'm preaching very serious to you, and I, and I mean to do that in the fact that I want us to ask, amen. The valley of Jehoshaphat is the valley of decision. It is the place there where you'll have to cross over and you'll have to enter into Gethsemane. And if you want to bypass Gethsemane and bypass the word of the Lord, it's okay. Amen. Amen. Kedron was the valley of personal decision and judgment for Jehoshaphat's father, Asa. Listen in 1 Kings 15 and 13. Maacah, his mother, he removed from being queen because she had made an idol in a grove. And Asa destroyed her idol and burned it by the brook. Where did he burn that? By the brook Kidron. Amen. You don't understand. Here it is. He is, he is tangling with his own mother, the queen of Judah. But I want you to know, he removed her from being queen because she had an idol in a grove and Asa destroyed her idol and burned it by the brook Kidron. Uh, amen. It's a hard decision, is it not, to stand against some things. It's a monumental choice for you to make some uh, decisions and it will have a lasting effect, but it will also have an eternal blessing if you will stand against darkness and evil and so there amen I want you to see I want to talk to you more tonight about the valley of Jehoshaphat and the valley of decision there there Jesus Christ made his decision there Judas Iscariot made his decision there amen oh God Asa amen Jehoshaphat's father made his decision mom I love you dearly amen I'm telling you what it's Mother's Day night but we cannot love our mothers to the point that we will sin for them we will love them supremely but we will not sin for them amen oh God and so it was a very very hard decision amen and there amen it had a lasting effect upon him and upon Judah I want you to look also David had his Kedron Valley choice and decision over his son Absalom you remember the Bible said in 2 Samuel 15, 23, all the country wept with a loud voice. All the people passed over. The king himself passed over. Where did he pass over? The brook Kedron. All the people passed over toward the wilderness. Amen. There they're having to leave Jerusalem. They're having to leave the capital city. They're having to leave the city of David. They're having to leave the palace. They're having to leave their king-sized luxury bed. They're having to leave all that they have there. And they're going down into the valley of decision. They're going down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. They're going down to the valley there, uh, to the brook 
Kidron. And there he's got to make a choice. And they passed over. And they wept as they were passing over. And the Bible said in 2 Samuel 18, 33, the king was much moved and wept. And he said, oh, my son Absalom, my son Absalom, would to God I die for thee. Oh, Absalom, my son, my son. I want to tell you something. Life will hand you bitter, bitter choices. Bitter, bitter choice here David had. There his son was leading a rebellion against the temple and the tabernacle and all of the kingdom of righteousness that God had established. And there, amen, David had to lead the people as they went down from the city of David and down into the valley of the Kedron, down into the valley of decision, down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, and they passed over the brook of Kedron, and they went toward the wilderness. As they went to the wilderness, they were weeping. Amen. Amen. Oh, God. Not only were they weeping. Listen, in 2 Samuel 16, 13, David and his men went, and Shimei went along the hillside over against him and cursed as he went. And he threw stones at David, and he cast dust at David. Oh, God. Amen. Oh, Lord. He thought that David is going to be killed and deposed as king. Amen. He thought uh, that this boy uh, was going to be able to take over the kingdom. Absalom was going to win. Amen. And when David won, he come and tried to repent of that, didn't he? Amen. But oh, I want you to know when David come down to die, he said, Son, remember what Shimei did to me. Amen. You hold him guiltless. Amen. Oh, you bring him down. Bring him down. I I want you to know, uh, amen, Shimei made uh, his choice in the valley of decision, in the Kedron Valley as he crossed there into the Kedron Valley. And the Bible said uh, in 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 37, Solomon has now come to the throne. And he spoke to Shimei and he said, On the day that thou goest out and passes over the brook Kedron, when you pass over the brook Kidron, uh, know for certain that thou shalt surely die. Thy blood shall be upon thine own head. There Shimei cursed David and mocked David. Amen. And uh, throw rocks at him and threw dust at him. Uh, amen. Oh, he did those terrible things. Uh, amen. And he said, that's all right. Amen. I'm going to take care of the judgment of this man. And so the Bible tells us he lived in Jerusalem one year. He said, now, if you ever leave Jerusalem, if you cross the Kedron, if you go down into the valley of Jehoshaphat, if you go down into the valley of decision, if you, when you cross the brook Kedron, if you ever do that again, judgment's going to come to you. The day that you do that, you shall surely die. Oh, one year. Two years and three. Amen. At the end of three years, he had some servants escaped and went to Gath over to the Philistines. Amen. Oh, God. And so the Bible said in 1 Kings chapter 2, verse 39, At the end of three years, two of the servants of Shimei ran away to Achish. 
And the Bible tells us in verse 40, Shimei went and brought his servants from Gath. He went across. He crossed. You hearing me? He crossed to Kedron. He knew better. He knew better than crossing that valley of decision. He knew better than the choice that he was making. Son, listen to me. The day that you cross the Kidron is the day that you die. Okay, okay, sir. I believe you. Yes, sir, I believe you. Amen. And so, and it was told King Solomon that Shimei went from Jerusalem to Gath and was come again. And the Bible said in 1 Kings 2 and 42, the king called for Shimei and he said, did I not make thee swear by the Lord? Amen. That to know for certain that on the day that you go out of Jerusalem, that you should surely die? Amen. And thou saidest to me, thy, the word that I have heard is good. And the king said, Shimei, you know all the wickedness which thine heart is privy to. That thou didst to David my father. Therefore the Lord shall return thy wickedness upon thine own head. Oh my Lord God. My Lord listen to me. There. Oh I will gather all nations and bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. Oh come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision for the day of the Lord is in the valley of decision, the valley of Jehoshaphat, the valley of decision the valley of Kidron are the same place and there it is a place where God pronounces his absolute final judgment Amen Amen Dear God, dear God son what in the world you think you're doing? You know better than what you're doing. You know better. Listen to me. You know better than what you're doing. You know better. You know you shouldn't make that decision. You know you shouldn't go there. You know you shouldn't do that. You know. Yeah, it's the place of the Philistines. What is two servants worth to your life? What are you going to give your life for? Two measly slaves? You could live, live your life, live your life in peace and harmony and die in Jerusalem, the city of God, the city of peace, the city of blessing, the city of mercy. You're living in the city of mercy and you go chasing after two runaway slaves to the land of Gath, to the land of the Philistines, to the land of evil, and you cross... You cross down the valley of decision. You go through the Kidron Valley. And there you cross over. And you go your way. Thinking I'm going to get by. You're not going to get by. Amen. You're not going to get by. Amen. 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 Listen to me. Amen. There it goes. The Kidron Valley goes from the heights. The high mountain or Mount Moriah. The mountain where Abraham offered up Isaac. The mountain of blessing. There's the threshing floor of Ornan. It goes from the height of that mountain. And it runs down deep down into that valley. And it goes 
eight-tenths of a mile deep down into the earth. And it goes down to the lowest point in the earth. Amen. The valley of the salt sea. Oh, God, the lowest point on earth. I'm telling you what. Sin, when you cross the Kedron and you go there and you continue in that path. Amen. There, it is the valley of decision. When you make that decision, it will take you all the way to the sea of the dead. Am I? Am I preaching this just because it's I have nothing else to preach? This is a huge Bible, but the Lord has dealt with me for days now. Amen. About the valley of Jehoshaphat. And I've been looking at that for days. The valley of decision. Come, come on down. Come on down to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Come up to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Oh, multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. The day of the Lord is near in the valley of decision. And when you come there, you see that's the valley of the Kidron. There it is. There it is. Amen. You understand. You've got the peak of Mount Moriah. You've got the peak of Mount Calvary. You got the peak of the tabernacle of the Lord and the temple of the Lord. And you got over here at the Mount of Olives. That is where Jesus ascended back into heaven from. But in between, you've got the Kidron Valley and you've got the Garden of Gethsemane. Oh, God, make sure when you have to cross over off the Mount of Moriah from the Mount of Jerusalem and you're going to try to get there to the Mount of Olives, make sure that you make your full decision for Christ. Christ in the valid decision there in Gethsemane that you will pray it through completely and surrender to God. Amen. And so the Bible tells us in 2 Kings chapter 23, verse 1, King Josiah gathered all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. And he went up into the house of the Lord, all the men of Judah, all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, priests and the prophets and all the people. And he read in their ears all the words of the book of this covenant, which was found in the house of the Lord. And the king stood by a pillar and made a covenant before the Lord to walk after the Lord and to keep his commandments and his testimonies and his statutes with all their heart and all their soul to perform the words of this covenant that are written in this book. Amen. What does the Lord thy God require thee but to love him with what? All of your heart, your mind, your soul, your strength, right? Amen. And so here they're standing. King Josiah is standing by the pillar. And he said, we got a covenant we got to make. we got to keep the commandments. we got to keep his testimonies. we got to keep the statutes. You know what a statute is, don't you? It's a law. Amen. The Ten Commandments are not suggestions. They're laws. You can't do those things and have the blessings of life on you. Amen. To keep those statutes with all your heart, all your soul. Perform the words of this covenant which are written in this book. And all the people stood to the covenant. And the king commanded Hilkiah the high priest and the priests, the keepers of the door, to bring forth out of the temple of the Lord all the vessels that were made for Baal and for the grove and for the host of heaven. Amen. You may have to go home tonight and have a house cleaning. I said, you may have to go home tonight and have a house cleaning. Amen. Amen. You may have things in there that you shouldn't have. And the Bible said, he's told Hilkiah the high priest and the priests and the keepers of the door, bring forth out of the temple all the vessels that were made for Baal and for the grove and for the host of heaven. 
And he burned them without Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron and carried the ashes of them unto Bethel. Amen. He brought out the grove from the house of the Lord without Jerusalem unto the brook Kidron. And he burned it at the brook Kidron and he stamped it to small powder. My Lord, I'm going to tell you, if you're going to live for God, if you're going to make it, you're going to have to destroy that thing that is troubling you. That thing that is burdening you. That spirit, that power. Amen. Whatever, I, you know, and I could start naming all kinds of things and I for sure would not say name the thing. But you know what is troubling you. You know what is keeping you from the blessing. And what you've got to do is go home and clear it out. Clean it out. Get rid of it and burn it. Burn it there in the fields of Kidron. Burn all that. Bring it unto the brook Kidron. And burn it in the brook Kidron. And stamp it to small powder. Amen. And the Bible said in verse 12, The altars on the top of the upper changer of Ahaz with the kings of Judah had made and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts of the house of the Lord did the king beat down and break. Amen. And you know what he did? And he cast the dust of them into the brook Kidron. Amen. Amen. Oh God. I'm telling you what folks. Amen. My Lord. I'm not trying to be harsh or mean. Y'all know that. You know me well enough to know that. But I'm telling you, you've got your valley of decision you've got to go through. You've got to go through the valley of Jehoshaphat. You've got to go down there. And you have got to make you an altar in Gethsemane in the valley of decision. There at Kedron, there is where it's at. Oh, God. My Lord, and they made the decision that day that they would follow the word of the Lord. Oh, God. Now, you remember that I read to you, it's called the Valley of Jehoshaphat. There are twice, it's only two times in the book of Joel. It's called the Valley of Jehoshaphat, the place where God is going to judge the nations in the end time. Oh God, it's the valley of Jehoshaphat. And it's only two times the valley of decision. But we know that it's referring to the Kidron Valley. And I want you to listen to this. And the Bible said in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 1. The children of Moab and Ammon came against Jehoshaphat to battle. Amen. This is the reason it's called the valley of Jehoshaphat. Because there it is. Some told Jehoshaphat, there comes a great multitude against you. And the Bible said in verse 3 of chapter 20, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed the fast throughout all Judah. And the Bible said in verse 4, Judah gathered and to ask help of the Lord. And they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord. Amen. Oh God. And he said, Oh Lord God of our fathers, art not thou God in heaven? You rule over all the heathen kingdoms. In your hand there is power and might. There is none that is able to withstand against you. Is that right? Oh God, amen, amen. And he confesses there in verse 12, I feel like you're here tonight, that you're in the valley of decision. You're facing those things you don't, and he confesses there in verse 12, 
we don't know what to do. You ever been there? Amen. If I make the wrong choice, I'm ruined. We don't know what to do. And he said, our eyes are upon you, Lord. Amen. Make sure when you don't know what to do, make sure your eyes are upon the Lord and you will ask the Lord. You understand, Jesus is there in Gethsemane, in the valley of Kedron. He's there by the brook Kedron. He's right there. And he lifts his eyes and he said, oh God, oh God, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Your will be done in my life. Oh God, I completely I'm the eternal son of God. Oh, I'm all man this night. And I'm all son of God. But I must be the savior of the world. And I fully submit and commit myself to be the savior of the world. You understand what Jesus had to do? He had to look up and say, oh God, I'm, I'm depending on you. And I've got to do this right. Amen. If I fail, I fail for all eternity and I fail for myself. Amen. Amen. And the Bible said in verse 13, All Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones and their wives and their children. Then upon Jehaziel, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, came the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. In the midst of the congregation. I want you to know something, Brother Nick, the difference maker showed up. Amen. Amen. We don't know what to do, Lord. I don't know what to do. What is the choice? What should I do? I'm looking to you. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost falls on one of the men of God there. Amen. Oh, God. Amen. And he said, listen, Judah. Listen, Jerusalem. Listen, me. You listen to me, King Jehoshaphat. Thus saith the Lord, be not afraid. Don't be dismayed by reason of this great multitude. The battle is not yours, but it's mine. Well, I'm telling you, amen, but you got to do this. You understand, amen, what is happening here, amen. And so the Spirit said, listen, and the Bible said, verse 16, Tomorrow go you down against them. Behold, they come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeruel. Amen. Do you know what? Do you know what Jehoshaphat had to do? He had to leave the temple. He had to go down to the city of David. And then he had to climb down that steep precipice. Down into the valley of the Kedron. And there they had to head straight south. Down through that awful brook. Awful place that descends 4,000 feet to the Dead Sea. That's where they were. That's where they're at. They're there, amen, by Engedi. They're there by that cliff of Zeus. They're coming this way. They're coming to meet you. But I want you to know, when you, when you make up your mind in the valley of decision, there they went down into the valley of decision. There they went down into the valley of Kedron. And there they went. And there they made up their mind. We're going to depend on the Lord. We're going to wait on the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I'm telling you what, I can tell you're really thrilled about this preaching tonight. Amen. Amen. Listen to me just a little while longer, maybe you'll feel better. Amen. And so, 
I want you to listen. Somebody said, I don't believe in that holy roller worship. Y'all shouting and jumping around like a bunch of jackrabbits. Amen. Amen. Well, and the Lord said, you're not going to need to fight in this battle. The battle's not yours, it's mine. Be not dismayed. Fear not. Tomorrow go out against them. The Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. Amen. Are you listening to me? He bowed his face to the ground. Amen. And the Bible said all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. I'll tell you what. I dreamed the other night. I dreamed I was up preaching. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost fell. And people all across this congregation began to simultaneously shout. Amen. And who, uh, who mentioned that tonight? Amen. Was that, brother, that was Brother Randy talking about how that it was. I've seen it time and again. I've seen it start down this side, Sister Geraldine, sweep over the congregation, and everybody that had an inkling of the Spirit of God in them would start screaming and shouting, amen, and it would come across and come back up. I'm telling you, it was unbelievable, unbelievable. I remember one time, oh, as a young Christian, amen, Moselle was sitting there uh, on the... Uh, uh, second or third pew there and uh, and the holy ghost was on her and i was sitting where you are down in the old church brother steve and uh, and and the holy ghost was hitting moselle and she was quaking and drawing up amen and uh, and i i thought she needs to let god touch her let go and let god move on her amen and i stood up brother steve to walk back and tell her amen to let go and let worship the Lord, Brother Randy. And when I stood up and took one step, that's all it took. The next thing I remembered, I literally bounced off the wall over on that side. Ooh, amen. And the power of God hit Moselle. And those, all of those, Sister Beulah and Jetty and all of them were shouting, Mother, and then they were all shouting. And I turned and began to run. You know what it was? I was on the forefront of the wave of the glory of God. And as there it was, there I caught the wave of the glory of God. And as I come across, the power of God slayed everybody as I come across the church. Oh, you think there's nothing to this? I'm telling you what, you've got your valid decision and you better make your valid decision for Jesus Christ and hold on and never turn back never think of turning back my Lord there there in the valley of decision in the valley oh God oh God I've got a faith this enemy's coming to kill me he's coming to destroy me he's got millions of soldiers and the only thing I know to do is stop in the garden of Gethsemane and pray and seek face of God and then head straight south toward the enemy go right down this valley and meet him head on amen when you make up your mind, you're going to face the devil and fight the devil head on what may come your way. Are you hearing me? Amen. And Jehoshaphat 
This is why it's called this, this Kidron Valley. It's also called the Valley of Jehoshaphat because he said, I don't know what to do, Lord. We're looking to you. We're believing you, Lord. And, he, and there they prayed. There in Gethsemane, they prayed there in that valley. It may not have been called Gethsemane. It was the king's gardens. It was the place there. Oh, it was the place where they went to relax and refresh themselves. You understand? Down in that deep valley, it was shade over. And they could rest in the cool there. They could rest under the trees. They could drink from the pool there. Oh, they could refresh themselves. It was there in the valley that they could pray and seek the face of God. Amen. And there he said, all right, Lord, we're going to fight this thing. Amen. And the Lord said, you go and you face him. But I want you to know you're not to be afraid. Amen. And you're not to worry. The battle's not yours. All you got to do is stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And I want you to look here. And the Bible said Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. Amen. Brother Chad, could you bow your face with your head to the ground? Could you show me? I, I can't do that. Amen. Now I want you to bow your face with your head all the way to the ground. Can you do it? Oh, yeah. Oh, amen. I'm the king. I'm the big man. I'm the big cheese. I'm not going to do that. Amen. Oh, yes. And you know what he did? He bowed his head with his face to the ground. Ooh. Amen. The Lord is not going to come to you in your pride and arrogance. I said the Lord is not going to come to you in your pride and arrogance. And you've got to bow your head with your face to the ground. And when he did that, I want you to look here. When he did that, amen. And when he did that, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, they fell. Amen. Have you ever seen somebody fall in the spirit? I mean, they fell. They fell in the spirit there and worshiping the Lord. And the Bible said the Levites, the Kohathites, the Korites, they stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. The wilderness of Tekoa is straight down the Kidron Valley. Amen. I looked and hunted it up. I thought it was. I looked in those atlases and there it is. The wilderness of Tekoa is straight down the Kidron Valley. we got to face this enemy. Amen. The Lord said he would be with us. And they began to shout and they began to worship. And the Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear ye me, Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophets. So shall ye prosper. Hallelujah. Oh, and when he, he told them to believe in the Lord in verse 21, when he consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord, and they should praise the Lord in the beauty of wholeness as they went out before the army and to say, Praise the Lord, for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. You know what they did? They made up their mind, and they come, I'm going to come right, shout out of my way out of this valley. What's that song? How's it go, brother? There they are. There they are. They're in the Kedron Valley. 
They're facing the greatest challenge they've ever faced. And they're going to meet the enemy head on. And the Lord said, I'm going to be with you. You won't have to fight in this valley. And then they worship God. And the Spirit of God moves on the King Jehoshaphat. And he said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have singers. Uh, and we're going to praise the beauty of holiness before the army. And to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. Amen. And when they begin to shout and to sing praise, listen to what the Bible said in 2 Chronicles 20, verse 22. When they begin to sing and to praise the Lord and set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, they were smitten. Hallelujah. God, my Lord, I wish I could get somebody that would rise up right now and say, oh God, I want to praise you in the valley. Listen, you've got decisions you've got to make. I know you're here. You've got choices you must make. And you don't know what to do. And if you make the wrong choice, you're in a world of hurt. Are you listening? If you make the wrong choice, you're in a world of hurt. Amen. 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 And there, Judas Iscariot went to the priest and they began wanting to grease my palm. Amen. But I'm telling you what. Amen. Jesus showed us the way. You hear me? Jesus is the perfect example for the church of the living God. And there, when Jesus left, when Jesus left the temple mount, you hear me? He went down by the, by the city of David. He went down and he crossed over the brook Kedron and he walked into the garden of Gethsemane and he fell on his face and he began to pray and submit himself to the will of God. Did y'all ever recognize and realize that that's what Jesus was doing in Gethsemane? Was he was submitting himself as the eternal son of God. He was submitting himself to the will of God. And how you expect to make it if you don't submit yourself to the will of God? I said, how do you expect that you're going to make it if you've never submitted yourself and committed yourself to the perfect will of God? And there, amen. There they go. Amen. And he said, all right. I need some singers. Brother Randy, y'all come to the music. Hallelujah. Could we get any singers? How about the choir? Would y'all come? Amen. And shout me out of this. Is there anybody belongs to this choir around here anymore? How many of you are like me? I am facing some decisions I've got to make. Are you facing any decisions that you must make? What about if you make the wrong choice? What are you going to do?
And he appointed singers unto the Lord. They should praise the Lord in the beauty of holiness as they, they went out before the army and say, Praise the Lord for his mercy endureth forever. You know what? I think it's, it's 20 miles from Jerusalem down to Engedi. And I think that when the church of the living God, when they started down through the Kedron Valley, and when they got to the wilderness of Tekoa, it's about halfway. And that's where they started shouting and praising God. You know what happened? The enemy could hear them shouting 10 miles away. Are you hearing me? I believe the enemy could hear them shouting 10 miles away. I wish to God that the enemy could hear us shouting in the tabernacle tonight. Stand with me, please. And there, when they begin to shout, when they begin to shout and sing praises unto God, the Lord set ambushments amongst them. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Joshua was assured of victory by prophecy. Don't make that rash decision. Don't make a rash decision. You wait on God. The songs of praise preceded the battle. And the songs of victory followed the victory. Hallelujah. The songs of thanksgiving. And they called it. It's called the battle of Jehoshaphat. It's called the valley of decision. And it's called the Kedron Valley. But they changed the name of it that day, Brother James. They changed the name of it to the Valley of Barakah, the Valley of Blessing. Hallelujah. Oh, God. It's the Valley of Blessing. And hold on to God. Hold on to God just a little while longer. Amen. Your Valley of Decision can be turned into the Valley of Blessing. Amen. But if you make the wrong choice, it will be like Judas Iscariot. It will be the place to where your bowels gush out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let that thing that you're facing become your valley of blessing. Amen. But you got to look unto God. And you got to commit yourself completely into His hands. Can you say amen, church? Let's lift our hands and we'll pray together that the Lord will deal with us in this service right now. Our Father, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. The battle's not ours. It belongs to you, Lord. We can't make it in ourselves. We have no strength or power against an enemy a million strong. But, Lord, you can turn this valley of decision. You can turn the valley of judgment into a valley of blessing. Into the valley of Berakah. Hallelujah. Can you say, Berakah? The valley of blessing. Sister Hapel, the God is able to turn your valley into a blessing. Hallelujah. You understand everything that you're facing, God can turn it into a blessing. He's able to turn your valley of decision into Berakah. Berakah. Blessings. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you got to do it. You got to give it to Him in Gethsemane. You got to find your Gethsemane and completely commit it to Him. Hallelujah. Sing, children. I've tried my best.
to encourage you and to help you tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Come on around these altars and seek the face of the Lord. I give my 